0: And we're back.
1: Here we are, episode five. Five, yeah. Five pills and twos. I'm Tim. I'm Shay, and uh, we are joined by the lovely Mary Abramson. How do I'm sorry? How do you pronounce your last name? Because (laughs) I hear people say Abramson, and I know it's not that. It's Abrahamson, right? Yeah, it's now. Abrahamson. Okay.
2: People say Abramson all the time. And that's I your, every them, time so. people
1: like have ever talked about you around me, they say Abramson, and I'm like, that's not how it's spelled. It's easier to say, I guess.
0: Yeah. My, my last name is Wildbaker. It's like a mess.
1: No um, one ever gets McInerney right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: See that's why you just you just let it go. Oh, I've been called
0: Tim
1: yeah. McKierney my entire life. I get
0: called Shia every single day, so <laughs> Shia is tough. It's like it's so
1: obviously Shay.
0: Yeah, like at Starbucks, they'll be like, "Yeah, oh, we have an order for Shia," and like I'll walk up and they'll be like, "No, nah, you're not. No, it's for Shia," and I'm like, "No, that's me." <laughs> so,
1: <it's funny. laughs> um, so I'm we uh the way we operate is we are not like a general kind of interview like where are you from you know how do you get your okay. career, but start this the same way we started our sam parsons episode who is Emma abrahamson like not the basic answer who like i don't know any way you want to take it who are you what do you see yourself as
2: i can just like imagine the way sam
1: answered this (laughs) and it's
2: going to be much more like eloquent than what What do you wait i
1: really want to hear what you thought he said
2: i don't it just had to be i don't even know he's like i'm a creative
1: director there you go it. yeah
2: i don't even know i don't i just like am not eloquent at all so anyways um who am i i am washed up runner um still like to run but i guess content creator would be a, a good way to put it and influencer but that hurts my brain to say out loud but I also like I feel like content creator and influencer are the same thing kind of cuz I do I create content in the running world like I have a podcast so podcaster is one of them Um I don't even like yeah I guess there's just like a a running personality I would say
0: I like that uh, I like that
2: Yeah who used to be elite and now is just somehow still in the world
0: And how did you get started with just the whole online thing? with running? It's a
2: good question. I, uh, I've always loved social media and it's just like, I didn't grow up with it in high school. Like Instagram came out in 2012, right in the middle of high school. And it was like me posting really heavily filtered pictures and everyone had like borders and stuff. So it's just like nothing like what it was today. And I'm very glad that honestly it was not like the monetization tool that a lot of people use it as today, because I feel like I didn't grow up being on my phone all the time, but I always liked social media. Like I always enjoyed posting. Like, I would go to running meets, and if a photographer took a picture of me, and they sent it, like, or I found it on Image of Sport or something, I'd be like, cool, let me post this on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, I liked doing that. I liked connecting with people. And then uh, it was just kind of like that all the way through college until my senior year, and I was interning at Run Gum, Nick Simmons' company. And he was... (laughs)
0: he has uh, got some opinions on Nick. Simmons. We're not going to talk about that right uh, now.
1: Yeah. We, anyway, okay, continue, gonna, please, like, Emma.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about it. But um he was like starting a vlog. He like started a vlog around the same time, and right around the same time, like Ryan trahan one of the original running YouTuber guys, uh, like had a channel. Again, like I watched his videos. I've I've always been like a very big YouTube watcher. I just love YouTube. And so I watched his videos sometimes and I would see like what Nick was doing on a daily basis and I was like, I can do that. Like I I don't know, I love YouTube and I was like, I think I could like do that. I mean, I, I have a decent personality. I've never really like tried filming myself or anything, but since people were just starting to do it, I was like, I think I, I'll try it. I was really bored. I was so bored in Eugene over the summer going into my senior year, just like working and that's running what and I am sorry
1: to interject, but that's what Kyle. Shout out for Kyle Levermore for whoever doesn't know Kyle, uh, one of our assistants here, uh, marketing at, at Pacers. Um, that's what he told me was that you guys were living together that summer. Um, or I might have that the, the timetable. But a summer you guys were uh, living together, spending time together, and he he said like he that's when you kind of started YouTube, and he he said he remembered filming one of the original intros to your videos on his GoPro. I don't don't know if you can back this up. We might be exposing Kyle right now.
2: I think Kyle has the timeline a little wrong. Like Kyle and I lived together one summer. It was the summer of 2016. And I bought a GoPro around that time. Again, like I just liked making little videos or just like liked shooting content, I guess sometimes. It was definitely not a regular thing, but I bought a GoPro and Kyle and I were living together in his um, apartment one summer of 2016. And we like made this like, little instagram video thing on my gopro and like would film like a runs like it's just so random but it was actually the next summer that i started the youtube channel okay. but okay. that video did i think make it in part of the intro like one of the things that we shot on the gopro but kyle was not there when i started my youtube channel so okay. i don't know where he got that idea from but um i can't
1: confirm that's exactly what he told me but it was it was somewhere along weird. the lines i know he yeah no, he, he told me he was thing around to me too,
2: and i was he said the same thing to me too and i was like I just went along with it. Maybe we yeah, just let, let it fly.
0: I Kyle <laughs> made the intro. The, yeah. We love Kyle. We love yeah. Kyle. Kyle's no, been a I great love, help. I
2: love Kyle. One of my very good friends. The but
1: goat. Kyle's been a very um, big help with our, our starting of yeah. the, the Hills and Twos podcast. So. Absolutely. A shout out Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I love Kyle. But, um, yeah, no, I mean,
2: it just, it was like the same vibe. Like it was, basically the same as the year before where I was just bored in Eugene this time Kyle wasn't there though because he had transferred away and so it was literally just me and a couple of my teammates like everyone leaves for the summer kind of so there's like not that many people there but yeah I just one day I like literally just took my iPhone and started filming myself and like oh my god I just look back at the video like it's so cringe like first like the first thing I said was what's up fellas which is now like my tagline and kind of what I'm known for and I don't know why I said it I don't know why those words came out of my mouth um but it's just so funny like looking back i i kind of knew like i titled the video day in the life of a d1 runner and i feel I like I, I remember
1: seeing I've that in my og running <laughs> like my og running youtube days when like you're talking about like you trey Han. like i remember you and yeah. trey being the first people i saw we were talking about trey on the other day that dude's
0: pulling in millions of views now it's crazy That's he has like 10 million crazy. views of video yeah
1: what and he also yeah, he is, like, like no some- knock on him, he also wasn't ever fast. So it's That's just crazy. Cool. He did a he did a good job of picking that up. But anyway, I'm sorry well, I think to think
2: also just it also kinda of shows you like you don't have to be that fast. Not like,
1: absolutely. You don't even
2: have to be fast to be a content creator. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll definitely
1: get into yeah. that later in this episode. We'll definitely get into that. Yeah.
2: Like, I mean, for someone like me, for example, like I wasn't the top Oregon runner. I was I would make the, you know, travel squad for cross country and like would qualify to regionals and stuff for track, but I was not winning NCAAs, you know? So um, yeah, I just like started filming myself on my iPhone again. I didn't, I had no experience video editing or anything. I just like decided to do it one day on my iPhone and it, it got like pretty good traction right away. Again, I know YouTube because I've been watching it for so long. I kind of knew, like I had like the little Oregon logo in the corner. I think I don't even know. I just knew that clickbait and thumbnails, like that's the key. That, to that is on. exactly
1: what we've been doing. We're yeah. like, cause we, we are both very big YouTube watchers, I would say, Huge. right. So yeah. we were kind of in the formation of all of this. We were like, we we could do that. Like we saw what the on guys were doing. We saw what new Jen's doing. Aside from their video production, because I think we could do that if we put in the time. But shut up, Ben. Ben puts in a ton of time on that. Yeah. Um. But in terms of, like the content side, we were like, we see what works. Like we get good guests. We think we can do this. You get a
0: clickbait like kind of segment, yeah. And then you put on Instagram and you start getting views. Yeah. So absolutely, like our first exactly. one
1: got traction and yeah. it was on Let's Run and people were bad mouthing certain people because we just click the shit out of what yeah. the first thing that was said that was incendiary was. And it was Sal's calling out drew Hunter for pen relays. And what was that 2016. Yeah. something. Yeah. Like that. 19, so anyway, I mean,
2: that was the time to though, to like get in the running world, little niche on the internet. Like, I mean, back when I was doing it, it was not really a thing. Like you had Ryan and you had,
1: well, Nick that's yeah. That's why I you're like one of the OG ones, which is, I, I feel like a big factor of probably why you've grown so big is because you were, you know, one of the founding fathers of of founding mother, um, yeah, founding <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, what it's I mean. kind
2: of funny, like people say that to me, and I'm like, "This is so funny because like I don't really feel that way. Like I don't feel like I was a founding person in the running niche, but I guess I was. It's yeah, just kind of no, funny you definitely I, like... were. Yeah.
0: Well,
1: because you stayed in that running world where where people like Trehan left, where yeah. like, left like, whereas you stayed, yeah. you know, kind of like when people are done running, a lot of them kind of leave if they're able to make that transition. But whereas you stayed, you know, and you've, you've stayed very involved in running and you've still, you know, you're still growing even after, you know, not still competing yourself, but you're, you're still, you know, putting yourself in, in that environment.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, I think one of the main reasons is, is because like, I look at Ryan's videos, especially back then, I was like, this guy's going to be famous. Like there's, you can could just tell, yeah, he was good. I can just tell it's amazing. the same thing with like, it's the same thing with like Zach Levitt, who. Um, You know, started a running YouTube channel like a couple, I think it was a couple months after, like, I did and stuff. And, it's like the editing is just so good. Like you just know that there's going to be something else there and the running world is small. So it's like, if you do want to like become a famous YouTuber, you can't stay in the running world because
1: yeah, you know,
2: yeah. it's, it's limiting. It's that's limiting almost
1: background. like the, like the Logan Paul transition of like, I'm not just going to be a prank guy anymore. Like I'm yeah. not going to be a vine guy. I'm going to be a superstar kind of thing. Yeah. And transition yeah. and expand it out. I mean, that's also something we've talked about is that, you know, if things in our pipe dreams ever go to go to plan, I'm sure for you too, like, I, I don't know, you know, what your aspirations are and we'll obviously get into it, but kind of expanding outside of running, I feel like it's key to growth like that. Yeah. But oh, it's a it hard transition. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah ha- but- have you thought about that before?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, I've thought about it since I left college. I was like, what am I doing? Like, how am I, gonna-? <laughs> I mean, everyone, if you're not going to be a professional runner, which I knew I wasn't going to be like, I, I was very burnt out when I left school, to be honest. And I was just like, I wasn't that good. <laughs> I was a good runner, but I wasn't going to be signing contracts. So immediately, like the existential crisis comes along where it's like, I've dedicated my entire life to the sport. And even in college, like my entire college career was dedicated around running. Like school, yeah, I guess. But running was like the main focus. So then immediately it's like, okay, what am I doing outside of running? Like who am I outside of running? And I, honestly, I feel like I'm 25 now. I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. I love running. I love the people in it. I've made a lot of amazing connections and stuff, but it's like, do I want to be in this world forever? Like, do I want to be scrolling through the Let's Run boards for the rest of my life? Like, no, I don't. You can't I get mean, me going
0: on I Let's Run that, right but, now. Like, Mention Let's Run in every single time. We have
1: click-created like, Let's I, Run.
2: I, I talk about it way more often than I actually have ever been on it. Yeah, like, for I, the I, lack
1: of attention I give them in my own personal life, I talk about them too much on air.
2: I... <laughs> I don't like Let's Run. Like, I've talked about it, how I don't like it, but then I keep bringing it up. So,
1: we like, just talked about this run. with John, how toxic it is. And, and that's, I mean, that's just our fault. We've probably talked about Let's Run every single episode. Yeah. And I will say what I just said an hour ago when we filmed with John is that it's the dudes in their basement, yeah. Twitter fingers, just saying things that they will never say if they were put in a room one-on-one with, yeah, per- if with you the don't,
0: If you won't say it in person, just don't, don't say, say it. it. Don't say it. Which, oh, again. exactly.
2: Yeah. And I like, one of my podcasts, like just had a random jump one day in views. And I was like, oh my God.
0: Oh, I you like, know where like, it came
1: from. Some angry I 45 like, oh year old man God. who's jealous of your success.
2: Yeah. I was like literally, and it was the first time I had logged on the Let's Run in years. Like I vowed to myself. I went to a psychologist when I started my YouTube channel in college, because people started, and not like, I wasn't getting a bunch of hate, but people were, like, it's, you'd have the random old It's something you have to deal with, yeah. Yeah, and I was not, like, mentally prepared for that. So I started going to see a sports psychologist telling her about these let's run threads that people would be, like, commenting about me. Like, there would be threads about me, and it would just be, like, it would just tear me up. Yeah. And yeah. the thing that she said, she's like, how about you just, like, don't go on the website? Yeah, and well, I was like, actually, that's a great idea. That's, and so I haven't really logged on yeah, until yeah. that John, other day when... Yeah.
0: John Green said it perfectly. He said, if you don't know them personally, then you shouldn't care. Yeah. Like if it's not something personal.
2: Yeah. So that one day when like my podcast had all the views, I like went on to let's run and I was like, "Uh Oh, and of course like one of the top threads is about talking about it. I'm like, Hey, well, this is clearly where all the listens came from. And I was like looking through the threads and it wasn't, I mean, people were complimenting my interview skills or whatever, but then there was like parts where there'd be like, I know Emma gets a lot of flack on this like platform. I'm like, I'm, the last thing I do right now is type my name into that And
1: search, form. yeah. So I used to fall yeah. victim to the when I was well, how do I get into this? I went to a a private all-boys school that was known for their distance running. That was their first and foremost sport. Like no football team, no big, like the mainstream sports weren't crazy successful. They're great, don't get me wrong, but they weren't crazy successful. So it's probably the only like big private school in the country where like cross country is your sport. Like Kids like new school was it? Uh, CBA, Christian Brothers Academy in New Jersey. Oh, yeah.
2: And they would go to NXN every year. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We raced as Link Crop. So, I think kind of because of that, there was always, and I guess we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, um, but there was always this just aspect of hatred. Like, people just didn't like us because we were us. So, then that gravitated towards like people not liking the best guys on that team, like ever. So then it, it spiraled to the point of like I had I had Instagram hate counts dedicated towards me. Like I don't wanna give them credit, but I'll say it right now. They had an account called Timmy Time Sixty Nine, because my name is Tim. And Timmy Time Sixty Nine would just shitpost me. And then it got to the point where they shitposted my family. So I, it didn't bother me because I was used to like being from like a program where like people didn't like us because we were good. I'll say it point blank. That's what it is. But the second my family got involved, it started to bother me. Like, I don't want to give them their credit. The second my family and the other relationships in my life got involved, I was like, I want to kill every single person here. <laughs> like, you're all dead. Like, but then I I finally, months later, and credit to my parents and and the people I was close to in my life, and even the people I'm really close to now. Like, it, it took for me to step back and understand that, like, it's a lot of jealousy. It's a lot of envy. And it's just a lot of kids who are never going to have the platform or respect that you've earned from the people that matter in your life that do that. So it turned from this sense of like, I'm, I am I want to run fast because I want to piss everyone else off, or I want to run fast because I want to make myself happy kind of thing. And that was like a fine line. And, and to throw that at a 17 year old boy, like at that time in your life, it just. I don't know. It's never gonna end well. It's not and it did it crashed and burned. Like for a time period. Like it, it did. I'll be the first to say it. It crashed and burned. Like letting things like that get under your skin, which I'm sure is something that you've dealt with, you know, in your career, obviously having the platform you have, like letting people get under your skin like that isn't healthy, but to throw it at a kid crosses the threshold of like it being okay and it not being okay. And then it got to the point where, you know, I obviously started understanding that and I didn't give it, you know. I didn't get anyone credit, but then I really realized it when I was going to meet and they're all big, big talkers on Instagram and stuff. But then I go to meets and I see you go <laughs> the other direction when I'm walking towards you. Like, cause that was my one big thing is like, all right, like I'll see you. Let's go. Like I, I got you. Let me come talk to me right now. And no one ever did. I've never had a personal conversation with one of them. And the well, Instagram what I mean? Account,
2: it's like if, if this person is in person, then no one's ex- gonna say what exactly, they're saying. Exactly. And race. that's
1: my yeah. one which I guess we can get into it now. Like that's my one thing in running media and running culture. Like if we want to grow the sport, if we want to expand the sport, like people like you were doing like that, that, that was one of the things that drew me to your channel when I first started watching it was that I thought you were genuine. Like you weren't holding back. You weren't putting up this wall where I think people like Nick Simmons do where they try to present this little. Yeah. Nick and I don't have a great relationship. Um, My dad, we might have to cut this. My dad told me to stop talking about Nick on the podcast. Um, (laughs) But, um, whereas, like, I just don't respect anything that is ingenuine. Like, running yeah. YouTube, running podcasts, let's run. Like, if it's not genuine, I just, I think it's horrible for the sport. I think it's it the helps. opposite of growth. Yeah. I, I It yeah. just doesn't help. Like, if we want to grow, let's be real here. Yeah. You know, I, I really want to know what you think about that, given that you are arguably the biggest running YouTube like the the biggest youtuber in the running spectrum i think you are, you are I, I don't yeah. know who would be bigger than you i don't think new gen's bigger than you yet spencer is not bigger than you spencer is definitely Yeah, but like,
2: i'm in my flop era right now like i'm not popping off like i look at these other guys i mean this is just me being really critical of myself too which i have a bad problem but with. i
1: think that's um, how you you know attain success you got to be critical of yourself to an yeah, extent Yeah,
2: but so i guess like in subscribers yeah but like i look at these other guys i mean it's a lot of guys that are filming running youtube videos i'm not doing workout videos anymore obviously but like
1: workout videos only go I mean, so far like i can only see that someone ran yeah. a 60 on a 400 rep so far you know
2: yeah but you have all these other channels like popping up now i mean i just i was literally like doing research for my last podcast i just recorded, and i was like looking at running youtube and lex and leo have like 150k on a video of them running four minutes a while i'm like oh my goodness like it's just insane how much it's grown yeah, yeah. and so, like, even in, like, though I have the most subscribers, I feel like people... The niche is just growing so much. It's, like, very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know, like, there's so much conversation about growing the sport. It's, like, almost sickening. Like, I get so annoyed it's when dull I now. see... It's I can't even go on Twitter anymore a lot of the time. Hashtag good for the sport. I, like, I... I, do, I don't love twitter it's not like my platform of choice i don't like have a bunch of opinions on there everyone's just very opinionated and i log on to twitter and everyone's fighting about what's good for the sport and yeah. I'm like honestly i don't care anymore well it's the
1: same it. as lots are on. it's like you're sitting in your mom's basement right now typing on twitter like let's go do something about it we talked about yeah. it and we got to the point where we're like let's do something about it let's try to well
2: yeah like it. ben ben crawford tweeted something the other day that was really funny honestly he's like good for the sport. This good for the sport that a lot of people chatting from the side. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. Like, exactly. I'm like, just go do something, go produce like content. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Go for a run. YouTube at least. is not going to be carried on my back. You know, <laughs> other people have to join in if they want to. I mean, I'm, I don't even know what to categorize myself. Like, am I even a running YouTuber anymore? I don't even know. Like, I'm still in the running niche, but like, there's just so much growth to be had and there really
0: is. And yeah, I mean,
2: people just need to keep coming in and I don't know but then people hate media and people hate running influencers and just stuff like I don't I don't even know it's just kind of a mess and it stresses me out thinking about it to be honest but
1: I guess on that topic of running YouTube let's get right into it Emma what do you what do you after 20 literally 20 minutes yeah no I know but let's let's get incendiary right now (laughs) we've been into it let's get incendiary uh I'm gonna ask you a question I want you to answer it as fast as possible okay who's the running youtuber that you hate the most oh my gosh that's so God. cool okay I'm well reword. reword reword who do you think is not doing things that can help the sporter is not beneficial to the sport or themselves or you know do you see anything what do you disagree with you don't have to target a single person I'm, to be, I'm not gonna not be, not mean. To be a, target a single
2: person yeah i'm but, not
1: gonna be mean and make you do that but
2: yeah i because i don't really have enemies like i don't want yeah also i don't really watch running youtube like that's i've, I'm not, I've, I've learned i I'm don't really either video. anymore yeah i'm not watching workout videos like i don't need to go see someone run a 6400 like, and I, yeah. that does not entertain me anymore like, it's like obviously
1: there's we all do the same fat. workouts i know what you're doing like you know we all do some variation of the same thing that's i think that's kind of run its course is like watch what i do in a week or how many miles do i do this week that's gonna make someone yeah. mad but um yeah i mean what what are your thoughts there i mean
2: I mean, I think it, de- it depends on like what you're trying to get out of it. Like if you're, I don't know, like workout videos, they're good, but like, it's not going to grow this. Like it, it does grow the sport, I guess, but it's like people that are outside of the running world are not going to care at all yeah. about your workouts. Like just, you know, removing myself from the running world after college a lot. I mean, I'm still kind of in it, but like, I have friends that don't watch running now. Like, I, I don't know. I was so consumed by this like little tiny niche running world for so long that now exiting and i'm like people don't care about running yeah and so if we're talking about like growing the sport and in terms of that of what like people can do better on youtube not that i'm like the queen or anything of any of this but like i think just personality is key like just showing personality and showing like more behind the scenes of just like yeah more than just the workouts because people that are on the street that don't watch running they're not going to care that you ran a 6400 yeah um, I also they also don't even do know what it
1: like, means you know
2: yeah but maybe they would want to see like what is the day in the life of a professional yeah
0: Yeah. that's why i like new so much because yeah no and
2: i think that's what ben does well because um i mean he's filming like day in the life of v1 runner again it's clickbait stuff like you got to appeal to the general audience if you want to grow a channel and stuff and especially from scratch like you just have to have the clickbait for general audiences rather than just like 16 by 400 um you showed 10 minutes of workout footage also, there needs to be more, like, women that are doing, um, like, running YouTube. Like, there's just no one out yeah, there. Yeah,
1: really like, isn't. You're, like, you I mean, couple- off the top of my head, you're, the like, the first and foremost, you know, female YouTuber that I, I can think of. But I think that's definitely an area that has been unapproached. And I, I would argue, Please. honestly, I'm, I'm not going to say it was, but I, in a class I had, um, I peer-reviewed um, someone that I know. Um, a An opinion column that she wrote It's a journalism course And she wrote this beautiful Beautiful and well articulated Piece on the difference between It was specifically focused on the NCAA The differences between how men are treated And how women are treated And it wasn't your typical like Women don't get this and men get this Kind of thing But it more just talked about like The real life aspects of that And it made me, you know Think about how, you know Underrepresented like and coming from someone that has five younger sisters, like just how misrepresented, you know, females are in any aspect of sport, you know, whether it's running, whether it's soccer, whether it's, whether it's softball or basketball or something, it's, it's, I feel like something a lot of men don't understand because they don't see it because everyone's always consumed in their own lives, in their own worlds. And it's something that it definitely took me to have, you know, that many young women in my life that I care so much about to really see that like, this isn't, Normal. This isn't equal. This isn't fair, kind of thing. Yeah, and I think that it extends less from like the rules that affect you know people for the NCAA, for example, you know, and the money that goes into sports. And we're into just like there's less female running YouTubers than there are men. And why is that the case? You know, like I don't know. I'm really curious what you think about that being like the foremost you know woman running YouTuber out there. I honestly
2: don't know. Like it's something that I've questioned a lot because. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like I'm still one of the most like famous in the running world, like running girl YouTubers. I'm like, I am so washed up, like the opportunity for someone else to come in and like, just sweep, you know, you know, my name out of running YouTube forever is like so promising because there's so many like good athletes that have so much potential, like to be a running YouTuber, if they want to be, again, you don't have to be super fast. And I'm sure there's people that have personality and like social media. So I don't know why people like women are not you know hopping on the bandwagon of becoming a running youtuber i don't know maybe it's just like daunting because there are so many guys that are doing it already and they're like i don't want to embarrass myself or i don't know like maybe it's I've just i can't keep talking about let's run but maybe it is like things like like let's run or they just don't want to get blasted on the internet yeah. from media outlets like i don't know i just feel like in entirety of running media, it's it's pretty male dominated. Um oh, and for sports sure. media in yeah. general, like you said. So it's like
1: I wouldn't be surprised you know, if like Let's run's metrics were like ninety percent male and ten percent. Oh female. well I mean, I'm it, I'm like, sure. even if it's more skewed the other way. Like it's yeah, crazy.
2: I'm, but it's also crazy because social media in itself I feel like is a pretty female dominated absolutely um, thing. Like, so females like, dominate dominant but do you
1: think that's maybe that's like a I don't know. Like I'm I'm trying to find the right way to put the words in this but i feel like female in terms of female growth is so dominated because of the the pitfalls of the male presence on social media like the sexualization of anyone like and stuff like that like which which is horrible and it's brutal that that's the way that it works if if that makes sense like that males are skewing the way that social media works for a reason that is so brutal I don't know what what you two think about that but
2: yeah i don't know i just feel like people are really critical of women yeah online yeah, yeah so it can just i mean it can be a brutal place i don't even know i i don't really know why i don't have a good answer to like this topic because it really just baffles me too i'm like sometimes on my youtube videos or like tiktoks or stuff i'm like like ladies you need to get on the running youtube game because once again, there's just so much opportunity. Like I never thought this would become my full-time job. And granted, I do much more than just running YouTube, like I'm running a YouTube channel now, but like if you're not the best at running, but you still want to be in the sport and stuff, or you want to continue running after college and you don't want to get a job and you don't want to have to worry about signing a pro contract and having all these, you know, XYZ people attached to you. Like starting a YouTube channel is one of the best things that you can do. Um, but you have to be consistent with it too. Like you have to actually love doing it because that's like, you can't do it for money. You can't go into it being like, I'm going to make a living off of this. You just have to love doing it, but it can be very lucrative and you can make a living off of it. So I just encourage like honestly, anyone to do it. Like I encourage anyone in the running world specifically, especially now, like I said, now is a good time for you guys to get on the podcast game because it's growing. You have people like the on guys, especially on YouTube, like posting their coffee club,
1: whatever. and. I'll give them yeah, credit. I, don't know. I mean, it'll
2: be interesting
1: to see. I I feel like they were at least for me to conceive the idea of us doing this. Like, the on coffee club podcast was, you know, what showed me that we can do this in the way that you and I interact normally. Yeah. You it's know,
0: gen- it's so genuine. Yeah, it's like, like saying there's really
1: not a big difference between how you and I converse on here and how we converse living together in a house in real life. Like, and when I saw them doing that, and I was like. I respect this because it's genuine. It's real. It's like, like even Ollie talking about the four by mile debacle, you know, the other day, like he didn't hold back. He was being himself. He wasn't trying to put on a front. Whereas I think a lot of them do, or a lot of them try to create this fake persona of like, I'm so, and so, I'm so, and so. And like I said earlier, a massive reason why I respect you so much is that you never try to put on that, that show that like, I'm going to try to be someone for YouTube. I, I feel like you've, you've always, yeah, entertainment. Exactly. It's like, You'll do well as an entertainer if that's who you are. The most successful entertainers it's that's them. It's not fake. Like someone can't be like oh that's not what they're like behind the scenes and and like I said, you know, that's something I feel like I've really watched you do over the past few years. It's just be yourself and I feel like that's contributed so much to your growth is because it's genuine, it's not fake and people really believe that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just really unsustainable. Like if you create a fake persona online, like how long can you keep that up for, you mm-hmm. know? And
1: but, I mean, there's I mean, people I'm, doing it and running YouTube right now. I
2: know, I know.
1: People, and yeah. who, I mean, do do, who do you Who do you think's doing it?
2: Creating a fake persona. Yes,
1: and I'll give you a name right off the top of my head, but I want to hear you say it. I don't.
2: I don't watch running YouTube. That's the thing. Is like I, I got, don't watch running YouTubers, yeah. so I'm sorry. I like. I wish I should have done research before I went into this. <laughs> Once I exited the running world, like myself competing a couple of years ago, like I just kind of stopped watching yeah, yeah. workout videos. Yeah. So I, I'm not even up to date with like all the new ones coming out. Like there's so
1: many, Flex like you said, and I mean, Leo's
2: videos yeah. or anything. I I literally just watched um, one of Ben's videos, like of Cooper and Cole doing a 5K because I had to do it for research for the podcast, and I was like, oh, this is actually like pretty good quality. I yeah. should probably like start watching these again.
1: Their quality um, is always so is good. always so good because I don't watch like like you said, like I don't watch those workout videos or anything like that anymore because it's like I live that life. I know what you do. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't need to see someone doing a long run or a tempo. It's like I did that this week, like. But when you show me good quality, or you show me something outside of the generic running space, it's like the behind the scenes aspect, yeah, which it. is like what you showed, like you know, a day in the life of D run runner. Like it's your life. I like that's interesting to see. I feel like that's why people are probably drawn to you.
2: Yeah, but I feel like this is like kind of mean of me to say, but
1: hey,
0: we like, we like it, mean like here.
2: It, well, I feel like I, I'm I'm I feel like I'm non controversial. Like I don't like to do hot takes. But I feel like this isn't really even that much of a hot take, but running, like running itself and runners can be just very boring because it's just kind of a boring sport. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. And it's a lifestyle and it's like, yeah, you, you basically eat, run, sleep, and that's like what your day is. So I feel like it can be hard for people to find content outside of like their workout because that is like the peak of the day. Like that's what they're focused on and everything. Um, so, I mean, I get where it comes from where it's like, okay, how do you be creative in the running space? Like, I know people have problems with that. I just like, don't care anymore. Now I just like blab on camera because I overshare on the internet and that's something that I do, but I can see like how it's hard for people to find more creativity in the running world because it is what it is
1: everyone like, does the same stuff now it's like what exactly more
2: can you do it's why
0: yeah. we sit here and do we we're need like, another workout video
1: we're not going to sit here and give you a generic like you know how did you start running did you play soccer before you started running where are you from kind of thing it's yeah. like we want to have a real conversation let's just go with it kind of thing whereas i feel like a lot of people fall victim to that normal youtube running lifestyle of like i warm up three miles. I go do 10, 400s averaging 62, like, and it's just so bland and just like how people I People just want
2: personality, like personality is key and personality is key in the yeah. sport as well. Like, I mean, just for example, like someone like Cooper, like people, Obviously, he's a very talented runner, but then also his personality. Just sticks he's out very personable, he's like a funny guy. Yeah, 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 very personable. So it's like, and or someone like Molly Seidel, who was on my podcast. People love her. She's obviously a phenomenal runner, but her personality. She's just a normal person.
1: And- like she shows you the aspects of running life that's like she's a normal human being. Like even even her. Um, you know, post-Olympic interview where she's like, I just need a beer right now. Like, that related yeah. to normal Americans that were watching NBC that day by chance. It's like my aunts and uncles that saw it, they, like, they don't know running, but they were like, oh, that's, like, she's not some...
0: Genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's she all, was all just, genuine. She was
1: being yeah. real. That comes back to the, you know, the discussion of just being genuine, being a real person. Yeah, but that's
2: what I think is good about long-form content, like this podcast, or something like the On Guys podcast, is because it just shows a different side. Like, you can't, Do YouTube cuts in the middle of a podcast? All of a sudden, it's weird. Like no one's doing that, and I feel like things are just. I mean, call her daddy does it. Well, yeah, but things are just now (laughs) moving away from like the general like. It's not really an interview. They're all more conversations. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I mean, I like it more because I just need personality. Like I need sustenance to be able to watch something for over an hour. um but i feel like again it's just really new to the running world and podcasting is just new to the running world in general
1: yeah so. i feel like it's definitely like uh, honestly since i know a lot of people started podcasts during covid um yeah you I, know, mean, I did basically, so. yeah. oh really is that when you started
2: yeah i started mine like may of 2020 like ar- around the same time as everyone else yeah and i had no idea what i was doing
1: But again, that, i but. feel like that's why people kind of began because they had the time and the resources to do so during that time period but I feel like the you know the podcast because I've listened to a few episodes of yours. Yours is more so it's conversational. It's less of an interview. It's like let's you know let's just talk. Let's shoot the shit. You know instead yeah. of like the, There's the generic interview questions which I feel like a lot fall victim to, and those are the ones that's like okay you'll do okay, but in a year from now no one's gonna care. Yeah,
0: cause there's no personality. Well, now. it's yeah. hard.
2: It's it's hard when you don't know the person. Like if it's someone that you. I mean, not that I know you guys. Yeah. but... I'm saying we, we we've that. never met. <laughs> no, but. The running world is so small, I feel like people just know each other. Well, like, we, you're this happened
1: to... because we know the same person. Like exactly. Yeah. Like
2: people, everyone just knows each other and knows about yeah. each other. So it's easier, but I can see how people would fall victim victim to it really easily if and I've done it before where I've had someone on who does know not know me at all. Like she has no idea who I am. I asked her to be on my podcast and then I try to make it conversational, but like she does not care about me because she doesn't know me at all. Yeah, yeah, So I can see why it turns into more of like the interview style thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's just way more boring. Like, I mean, especially in the running world, like I just, like I said, love personality. And that's why, I mean, I... My podcast is just interesting. Like, I mean, it is kind of interview style, but one of the reasons why I feel like people listen to it is because it's just more personality-based, yeah. I would hope. Um, Yeah, yeah so the on guys do a great job, too, so...
1: Yeah, I feel like they kind of just roll with it, you know? Yeah. Just like whatever happens, yeah. happens kind of thing. Um, But yeah, absolutely. So, you know, what I was... Curious to get your perspective on, you know, being someone that's at the forefront of running media, it's like, how do you think, obviously, good for the sport is the big saying nowadays, you know, because running Twitter is just a vacuum that everyone says the same things just 20 times over, um, and everyone just seems to be on just split in half on different sides of everything. Um how do you think we make the sport mainstream? How do you think we make this sport real? Because right now it's a once every four years, regular people watch it on NBC type of thing. Like, how do you think we make it to like, how do you, the pre-poster over there, like how do we get it back to the seventies or how do we get it to like how MMA is nowadays where people care, like people are invested. People wanna, wanna follow it. Like, how do we get back there? I'm really curious as to what your thoughts are.
2: I don't know. I don't know because like is running even interesting to watch?
1: It's at the end of the day. It's not. So how do we make it that? It's the stories behind the athletes. Yeah. It's in what in what direction do you think we need to go? You know? Do we need more running media? Does it need to be ingenuine? Do we need to put on personas and, and fake some whole thing? Do I need to go call someone out and look in the camera right now and be like, hey, I hate you. Let's do this. Like
2: Well, okay, it just needs to the running world needs to be bigger in general because there is no beef. And the beef that is ever started is so like pathetic; it's not even actual beef. Sure, so do
1: we need real beef? Because I'll start some real like, beef.
2: Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to be a part of it, but I will watch it from the sidelines, and I do eat it up. Like anything that happens, everyone
1: like, eats the, that up.
2: The, the stupid centro stuff, like when oh my happens, god, but it was yeah.
1: good, and it was. But the thing was, it wasn't thought of beforehand. It wasn't faked. It was in the moment, real.
2: I, I know, but it's like that's so. That little. was cringy, it's not even and actual- I love Central, and
1: I will be the biggest Central fan forever. But I do think that was really cringy. Um,
2: I know, but it's like it, that blew up, and it's like this is the biggest beef that we have in the yeah, sport. Like We just pathetic. need to have more like rivalries for sure. Does someone need to
1: fight? Um, do we need to see that? What So said? Does someone need to fight? Yeah. Do we have to
0: watch? No, we, no, we don't need. to yeah. we just hold fight. boxing <laughs> events, let's
1: just yeah, let's go in a trailer fight club right now, and someone needs to. fight. Well, Rick I don't ball.
2: think I, like I was like thinking about pay per view, and I'm like, people don't even like paying like, five dollars to watch a meet, so like, pay per view is not going to work. I'll charge They're them two
1: dollars. We can get in the ring, yeah.
0: Okay, let's do it.
2: Yeah, there you go. I do think like running media helps. I mean, I think just like having more promo to the sport. I mean just like watching like Ben's videos. I just keep talking about Ben now, Ben and Lenny. You're ben. a very
1: big Ben fan. I could tell. No,
2: like I just know Ben. Like I knew Ben when I was <laughs> at Oregon and I knew Ben before he even came to Oregon. So I like, I don't know. It's just crazy to see how much everything has evolved. But I do think things like that are good for the sport because like YouTube just does a good job of pushing things out into an algorithm Absolutely. where random people are gonna see it. Like even if they don't follow running. Well, that's even like, um, we post
1: our stuff and we like, it asked me to put tags whenever I throw it on YouTube. Like, so I'll just tag running, track and field. Like, and I realize it's just, like, some mom that's looking up how to stretch better before she runs because she's got, like, knee tendonitis might see our video because it says hashtag running kind of thing.
2: Exactly. So I think, you know, that does help, but I don't know. It's just, like, so limited because I'm like, is our sport even interesting? Like, do... Is anyone ever gonna yeah. want like a that's random wanna well, watch ten K? No. Yeah.
1: That's the thing is like the long races make it boring. I'm not I'm never saying abolish the long races and obviously no, no there's no one wants to
0: sit down and watch a two hour marathon.
1: A ten K and that's why yeah. we have issues with like media covering long events, it's like do we cut to commercial and stuff like that? But I think what right. I think and where I stand on this is that, and I actually, for that class I was talking about earlier, I just wrote a column on it of why track and field is the one sport that just eats itself alive consistently, and it's the only sport that just makes itself fail. It's like these other sports just, just screw up, and somehow they still grow. Baseball is horrendous nowadays. All the new rules are proposing, but they somehow still excel because they find other ways to excel. Because... They have stars. And what I think is we don't have a star. And you can say what you think about that. You can say some people are stars. But the reality is I don't think that they're a megastar. Usain Bolt was our star. but don't, like, Everyone only cared about him once every four years. Like It goes back to like why everyone's in love with Pre, Because, I mean, obviously I, none of us can attest. But apparently at the time period, he was a star. Like someone needs to make this entertaining. Someone needs to make us a star. I don't think there's anyone out there right now, especially... Okay, this is going to sound bad. The high school kid that is tweeting, Cade Flat, I'll give him his credit, because he's good and he beat me, so he's good. But, you know, tweeting like, I'm the baddest. Someone has to be the baddest, I'm the baddest. Someone, I give him, like, I agree with him, and I respect everything he does for this reason, that someone needs to be our star. Someone needs to be our LeBron James. Someone has to be our Steph Curry. Someone has to be our Serena Williams. Someone has to be our Naomi Osaka. Like, Someone has to be the person that makes people care. That's so who is it going to be? That's, that's the thing is like, who is it going to be? They're not here right now. No one I see right now is them. No one I see, especially if you call yourself a star. I, I don't What
2: about like Shakiri Richardson?
1: I she think she I think yeah. she has That's potential. That's what I'm saying is I don't think yeah. anyone's there yet. I think there's plenty of people that have potential to I be think there. people
0: are poking through. They, of like-
1: yeah, some people are, you know, I think there's people that agree with me in the way they operate and it, it even factors like into the way that I operate. Like someone's got to be the reason that we as a collective
0: make yeah. it. Someone's got to be in a Drake song. Scott yeah, Halle.
1: literally. Yeah. Like, Shakari was big enough to be in a Drake song. Yeah, like that's that what is, we need. Shakari gets all the credit in the world. I would love to have Shakari on this podcast someday because I respect her a lot. I on. did write another column on her. Yeah. But I see people that have the potential, but no one's our star yet. Yeah. Right? I, I don't like, know what How you do you think.
2: even do that? Like, what do you even do? Like, That's you know, the thing. We can't put, we can't put all the emphasis on one person to no, do No, I
1: know. Obviously that. But I think one person would help. One person brings us to the forefront, and the rest... Kind of bring up the rear, you know. That like, was scary, and then now
2: it's now it, no I, one cares I think but she's not
1: there yet. I think she was there for a summer, but she's got to do everything. She's got to run fast. Obviously, she held on. running fast is obviously the biggest factor. If you're not fast, no one cares. Which is why people hate Tin Man. Which is why people hate people that are trying to do this in certain ways. But you know, it even boils down to like why we're doing this, like. Shay and I want to be really good. You know, you need to build something around yourself. Like, I'm sure there was a time period, Emma, when when you were running, like, where you were like, this, this is great for both aspects of my life, for the aspect where I'm still running, and the aspect of where I'm someone outside of running.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I agree. It's just like, how does this person even know that they're going to be like leading the charge? I think Uh, I don't think it's know that they they lead the charge. But then why do people like, hate people like Tin Man who are making a living for themselves and trying to do things at least that's something different than Ab- normal? We're on the same
1: side there. Absolutely. It's like people are going to hate. Like, that was honestly, I don't know if we ended up putting in the podcast or not. But talking to Sam, that was his biggest advice to us is like, look, I see the way you guys operate. I see who you are. I see how you're doing this. People are going to hate you like you're going to have let's run posts about you.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's going to, it's it going to happen.
1: Exactly. I was yeah. seven. Like I said, I was 17 and some 40 year old talking about me on let's run. It's like, but it, that doesn't matter. It's the vision that you see for yourself. It's what you want to create, what you want to believe, what you want to get, like the point you want to achieve. And I don't know. I really agreed with him on that one, but I, I don't think our star, I mean, I, I think you have to have the self-confidence to know or to believe that you can be that person.
2: Or want to be that person yes
1: again. yeah I, exactly because there's plenty of people that are, are great like I don't think Donovan Brazier wants to be that person he's a stud I don't think he does Galen Rupp very clearly didn't want to be that person Molly Seidel I don't know if she wants to be that person but well,
2: that's what like I don't know and I feel like a lot of runners are that way because the sport is so hard in itself like who wants to take on the stress of being f- world famous yeah. on yeah. top of all of it like no. I feel like that especially for I mean everyone in the sport works hard but it's like if you're a marathoner that's so exhausting like why would you want to take on the stress of having millions of followers like that does not sound very beneficial to your mental sanity so it's like I don't even know this is like conversation just like it stresses me out honestly because i'm like i don't know how to grow the sport and everyone keeps talking about it. i'm like i don't know the answer and like, i feel like yeah. in
1: your position people probably ask you that same question a lot you know given that you have a lot of notoriety in our in our very small bubble as you as you said earlier because it is a small bubble and the bubble can well, that's pop why it's funny because it's like i'm
2: not even that big i have 70k on youtube yeah, but 70k and, and like, running
1: youtube might as well be 100 million in regular do, life. but i'm
2: like <laughs> you guys, uh, look Everywhere else, like, I'm, like, no, we got to do something.
0: Yeah. Just I think tough are running because, like, the lifestyles clash. Like, to be a good yeah. runner, you need to, like, be a monk.
1: But to be a star, you, be a star right. you need to you be, gotta be, like, a star. explosive. But I think that's there's people I mean. that can do it. And I think if there's a way you balance it, someone can change the way this whole thing operates. It's got to like be a sprinter. Someone, I don't know, what what it, what I I don't know if it like, has to be a sprinter. I, I, oh, really I don't know if it has to be a sprinter. Oh, I think it does,
2: for sure. Are I think if you're thinking
1: lifestyle, but if you trust yourself and you make good decisions yourself, you can... Like, I don't think anyone that thinks I want that life, I want that famous life will ever be it. Because if that's what you want, then you want the wrong things. But yeah, if you understand the burden that can come with it, I think certain people can build that. And I think it could be multiple people. We don't need, like, it's not just one person. Like, she carries on the way, you know? Like, I absolutely on the way. I think if she runs very fast this year, she
0: will be a bona fide yeah. star by the end of the year. But she needed to win that one race. Remember after that yeah, whole controversy, and she got last. Yeah, yeah. If she won that, like <laughs> yeah. imagine.
1: Yeah, Emma, you got the platform. You need to get your carry on your podcast.
2: I, I mean, she's not gonna answer me. Uh, you don't know I do that. Have a blue check. The blue check helps. I will say exactly like, what I'm saying. I, you yes. will
1: show up in her DMs. Like absolutely.
2: What do I? Oh, okay. So she comes on my podcast, and I just stress her out and say, "You are the future of the sport." No, and, no, like, no. She doesn't no. already know that. You help
1: her be the future. That's what happens. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, oh. my hair coming on my podcast. Filled with distance runners that gets and, a couple thousand listens.
1: Yeah, it gives her. It gives her a bigger spectrum of a view. But yeah, I don't it's know. a. it's a very, my, just
0: confusing. I don't know. It's there's so many like factors that go into this. I don't yeah, know. those are my. Well, my at least thoughts.
2: we're not talking from the sidelines. Like at least. We, we're doing something crying. about
1: it. Alright. Yeah. Even, even the kid I talked about, about earlier, the, you know, Cade Flat, best high school kid right now. You know, just ran 146 as a high schooler, which is unreal. I'll give him credit. And he smoked my ass while he did it. Um like I give him credit, he's not sitting from the sidelines. Like I, I think it's partially genuine. I think he's doing but sitting from the sidelines, you're not helping. If you're just saying negative like negative things, you're not helping. But I don't know. It's that's it's, where I yeah. stand on that situation. <laughs>
0: We could talk for <laughs> the hours. The conversation yeah. can be going this. for hours. I know, yeah. that's the thing.
1: Is like We just sit here and converse and we can talk about everything and anything. But, you know, another thing I really wanted to pick your brain about was you've had a ton of success. Like, you, you were... I mean, probably the blueprint for how to be successful in running at, at a time period because no, well now everyone's doing what you're doing. There's so many people yeah. like let me show. If I look up day in the life of an NCAA like Division One runner, I'm gonna get a hundred results. So you're gonna more. be number one because of all your views and your subscribers. But I'm gonna get a thousand kids. I'm gonna get Charles Hicks. I'm gonna Spencer get Spencer Brown. I'm gonna get Spencer Brown. Hey, it's the athlete special. Um, <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> you're gonna get a thousand kids. You know these random little ones that get a hundred views and stuff. But I don't know what, what I really want to get at is like, how do you see yourself growing? What are the What are the goals here? You know, what What do you look forward to? And like, what are the things that you want? What do you want out of outside this? of running? Yeah.
2: This is a good question because this is something I wake up every day and I'm like, what? It's your life. Am I doing you know? with my life? What am I doing with my life? Every day I have this like existential crisis where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? And I think that comes along with the territory of just being self-employed and then also like being an ex-athlete who dedicated her entire life to running. Um, I don't, I honestly don't know at this moment in time, like I wish I could give you a set answer of like, I have like a five year plan or whatever, but I think it's for, probably like, better that you don't No, And I, I think for a long time, like if you watched my channel, I committed to so many different things because I was trying to find like that next thing that I just like fall passionate about. Like I, I don't know. I moved to Atlanta for a little while, joined the Atlanta track club and I was like, I'm going to run professionally. And I, but like, deep down, I was like, I don't want to keep running. And then for a while I was training for a triathlon. Cause I was like, I, I know I can be a good triathlete, but then deep down, I was like, I don't know if I have it in me right now to pursue like athletics full time again. Like, do I even want to do this? Or am I just doing this to get views on YouTube or just like have like, am I doing this to have people be proud of me for continuing to exercise, you know? I don't even know, but now I've gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, I can't just like decide things on a whim because I'm like trying to figure out my life on the internet. Like I need to like be true to myself and just kind of take it at my own pace rather than, you know, announcing that I'm going to become a professional runner right now when I know deep down, I'm not going to just so that I can continue my YouTube career and start getting views, better views again. Um, Because I do wake up all the time and I'm like, I'm becoming irrelevant. Like in the running world, I'm just like, I am, I'm falling out of relevancy, but then Yeah. At this point in time, I don't really know what my goal is at this point. Like, I just want to encourage other people to follow along the trend of like joining running YouTube or just, you know, helping grow the sport in that way. I feel like for a long time I was going to events and like being in the media tent, showcasing personalities of athletes, like doing interviews with them in literally in the media tent, which was a different time in itself. Like I haven't done that for a while, but, um, I don't know, like, I do want to grow the sport. I am really passionate about it, but I'm, I'm just not running right now really. So it's like, what. What is my role in the sport anymore? I don't know, but I do still love the act of running even though I'm not really good at it anymore. I still just love going for runs and I just want to encourage people to like live a healthy lifestyle and like do what's right for them. And honestly, frankly, I just like documenting my life on the internet. And it's turned into more of than just like running now. Now it's just documenting my life, so that's awesome. I don't even
1: know. We're gonna we're gonna do a, something we don't usually do right now because this just happened. But Matthew Piams, a 337, 1500 Matt, meter runner, is stud, just walked into the room. Say hi to you can't hear a word she says, but yeah. say hi to Emma Abramson right now, oh, Matthew. How are we doing?
3: What's going Sorry, on, buddy? I didn't mean to interrupt. No, nah, you <laughs> good.
1: We, he walks in the house, I just hear a loud yo, and I was like, someone's here right now. <laughs> But
2: okay, that was literally when I was just recording with Cooper, and then Reed just walked. Reed, around. that's funny. Reed Brown's and, a funny person. And then Reed just stood there in the background the whole time. Hey, Matt can come stand in our questions. background like, the whole I love
1: time, this. anytime. <laughs> Matt, we have Emma Abrahamson on right now for your pleasure. Yeah. But <laughs> he's like, who?
3: Yeah, he goes. He goes YouTuber. big YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> See.
1: But no, I think I, I think heard. that's... Has a crush on her, no? Yeah, well, he said he just heard that Spencer Brown has a crush on you. That might cause some problems.
2: He, oh, I know Spencer Brown used to have a crush on me for Hey, her. she just said... Matt, she said time. she
1: knows Spencer had a crush on her.
2: Oh, I like... I'm not... I, the first time I met him, you guys... This is so embarrassing. He was shaking. And I know he was shaking.
1: <laughs> he was shaking.
2: <laughs> but it was like... Oh, my God. It was just like so... It was just, everything was so new. We were both so small on YouTube, so it was just funny. I just remember we were literally at prenats, and we came... We were staying at the same hotel. I didn't know that he was staying there, and I like look. We were getting breakfast, and my team like comes out, and I just see the entire Georgetown team, and I'm like, "Oh my god!"
1: <laughs> would you have been there? What year was what that? Year Do you know?
2: That? It was 2017.
1: Were you no. there? Oh, Way we were before, 19. Yeah, I we were juniors. Shay in
2: high went when he was yeah. Like, see, I'm we are elderly. Like me and Spencer are elderly now. I know. But, so when
1: were you a senior so- in college? What? When were you? Uh, when was I, your last was year? Years.
2: 2017,
1: 2018 was okay. my senior year. Okay. Yeah. So we were freshmen in 2019. So we're yeah, yeah we're juniors now. For those, I don't think we've ever talked about that. We're juniors now. Yeah. Very young eligibility though. What? Yeah. Everyone
0: is, but yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think you're
2: still 26 running in the NCAA. I know.
1: I'm gonna be. T- I mean, I'll be a freshman in cross country next year if I want to run. Um, what? Yeah. I want. I want. I want. But, um, I think, like I said earlier, last one, the days of me running anything longer than a 1500 or mile are way behind me. And that will even be rare if I touch that. (laughs) But, um, no, I think you have a really great perspective on, you know, life outside of our little niche bubble. Like I, I I think that's a, you know, everything you just discussed is number one, I think incredibly important to understanding what life is going to be like. Like if you live this go, go, go nonstop lifestyle, like a, a distance runner, like, Number one, that's not healthy. Two, that's not sustainable.
0: What do you mean, but, go go go?
1: Like it, it's just like the like I don't know. I'm gonna double today. I'm gonna I'm gonna run at night. I'm like gonna the stay hard. Yeah. The again, what, what we talked about last time is like to stay hard. I need to be a hardo yeah, and very running, very structured it's
2: like, and very disciplined. It,
1: that's a great way to put it. I, I love that. It's a
0: good way to get good, but is it oh, mentally yeah. you Yeah, if you can no, sustain really it. Like, and
1: what I've always believed in running is like the hardo mentality is never gonna be sustainable for me. Like I need to. Be a normal person. Yeah, I need to like, go skateboard. I need yeah, to go like ex- have fun. Exactly. I gotta go. You know, I gotta hang out with my friends. I gotta spend time with the people yeah. that matter. To I gotta me. get McDonald's like I gotta eat. Yeah, I gotta eat a pork whole, leg and cheese every summer morning in New Jersey. <laughs> like it's probably not good <laughs> for my running, but I'm gonna eat it. Um, but I don't know. Stuff like that is. I think that balance, and I'm really curious what you think about you know that balance aspect of of running, like how that factors into just a healthy relationship with the sport and. and I know there's other more sensitive topics you've talked about with balancing that healthy relationship with the sport. And I'm just really curious as to your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, it's hard. Like running is a hard sport because you can always kind of do more. Like you're never perfect. You're never that yeah. perfect. Athlete. You can like, always run five
1: thing. more miles. Like you, you can always do something not even else. like
2: the mileage thing. Like at a certain point, you're going to start seeing detrimental like things if you're running too many miles or whatever, but it's like you can always eat a little healthier. You can always roll a little more. You can always be in the weight room a little more, like just tailor things just a little more. So it's just this constant feeling of like always needing to do more. And I think it's it's just not really good for a balanced lifestyle in general, like for a normal population of people. Like people think that runners are crazy because you just have to be so disciplined. And honestly, like a lot of the time, the more disciplined you are, like the better results that you see. I don't know. So it's it is a hard balance. And like I know I have a lot of pro runner friends and I like look at their lives and it's just like you have to dedicate your entire life to it. Like yeah. everything. It's a 24-7-365, or maybe, you know, maybe not 365. You get 360. Like you get five days off over the year after you win a world championships or whatever. But I mean it's just hard. And for me, like I'm the same way. I needed to have more balance in my life and running at a program like Oregon, it was, it was very intense. I mean, I, I really enjoyed my experience. I got very good at running. Like I never thought I would run as well as I did when I was there, but at some point I kind of went insane because I needed more balance in my life. And I think that's why I left a bit burnt out because I was like, I didn't really have a social life and I'm, I'm a very social person. I had a huge friend group in high school and I did not like do anything social in college. I was very just like structured and everything. So I think I left college and I just kind of had to learn, you know, what it was like being a normal person again. Like I was in high school. I think in high school I did a good job of having a balance of like running, but then also being a normal person. And I mean, it's been a huge struggle. I'm not going to lie. Like with body image stuff that I've talked about. And for girls, especially, I feel like there's just a lot of hormone issues that you deal with. Um, You know, when you're running at that level, a lot of the times I feel like it's not healthy for me. I knew it wasn't really that healthy. So I just had to deal with a lot. And I think, I don't, I don't know. It's just hard to find a balance and everyone's, you know, idea of balance and being fulfilled and whatever that means to you is different. So it's just a journey. I don't know, after college. And for me, it might seem like on my YouTube channel, I've been all over the place, but I just like to be transparent and talk yeah. about what I'm going through. And I know a lot of other people go through the same things and I've, you know, people message me all the time saying it. And it's really like fulfilling. Cause I'm like, I'm putting oversharing on the internet to the max
1: yeah but i think um, yeah, i think oversharing is that. the wrong way to put it because it's something like if it's something that you think people need to hear or something that you think other people experience that don't have that realm where they can see someone else going through it or they can talk about it and and you know it opens up a, a pathway to discussion then i like in that way i think it's incredibly important like that's why i think oversharing is the wrong word to use because if you're if you're presenting your life and you're explaining to other people that's like i'm the same like i you know i experience these things too i think that's incredibly important to you know just help people live a healthier lifestyle and have a healthier relationship with the sport because it's it's i think it's a sport it, i think it goes hand in hand with swimming it's like you are 100 percent in your own head the entire time it's mm-hmm. like, if you're going for a run by yourself, you're going for eight miles by yourself, but you got about an hour of of talking to yourself. And if you don't like yourself, then that's not, you know, that's, you have an unhealthy relationship with the sport and then it makes it miserable, you know, and then you're running for the wrong reasons. But I don't know. That's exactly. the- Like you
2: have to find fulfillment in it a lot of the time. Like whatever that means to you. Like some people want to be the best in the world. For me, I just wanted to like better myself. Yeah. And I, honestly, like I, I struggled in college for a while because I felt like, I don't know, I just like had a lot of issues mentally and I was just like, I I don't know, I was already getting burnt out. And then once I realized that I'm doing this for myself and I should not worry about anything else other than my own happiness in the sport, that's when I started enjoying it again and like yeah. racing for myself. And the results spoke for themselves. Like I did way better when I started having that mentality and like sat down with myself and really had this epiphany or whatever. But I mean, everyone is so different. That's why it's just, I don't, I don't even know. I just share my experience on the internet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the most genuine yeah. like way to do it. I think if you could get a yeah. DM from like people just saying that they can relate to you, that I mean, yeah. you've won. I that's mean, that's it. what Parsons
1: yeah. even talked about. It. He sent a screenshot. I don't know if he sent it to us or or me, but he sent a screenshot of some kids saying like, "What you talked about was was incredibly
0: important to me." And that's yeah, if you can help, help like yeah. one person, I mean, yeah. that's like so.
1: Anyway, this is Matt. He'll sit in. He was our first ever guest, along with Jack Salisbury. Great episode. And uh, it was a great episode. Like I said, we were, that was the let's run one that got us going. Right. Yeah. Well, this
2: one better be better.
1: So, Emma, it better be better. All right. Well, we're banking that on you. We're banking that on your support right now.
2: Oh well, I'm I'm in my flop era, so please don't. Hey,
1: hey, we don't like that negativity. All right, we're getting out of the flop era together right now. All right.
2: Yes. Yeah. This will actually boost me back. Yeah. Our our our
1: 400 listeners are gonna boost you out of this right now. There we go. Hey. Um, uh, Nice to meet you, Emma. I'm Matt.
2: Hey! <laughs> you guys got a whole squad. Jeez. We do. The whole team. I yeah. mean, we got
1: four guys living in this house. He actually doesn't live here. He just yeah, showed I up. Not,
3: I, just, I just came because uh, <laughs> Shay and I were supposed to jam a little bit. We Shay is a guitar. disgusting
1: guitar. Hold on. You ready? Okay. Right, let's go. So, anyway, we are now joined by the Matt Piams, uh, guest of episode one. Hello, guys. How, how you doing? stud. Anyway, Emma and when Matt just introduced themselves. Yep. But... That was Ethan Delgado calling me right there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Massadu's coming over to play guitar with Shay. By the way, Shay is a disgustingly good guitar player. You guys got to put some videos on the ground. We, uh, we, we should. Well, I mean, he taught me Riptide, sure. so I put the most stereotypical ukulele song ever on my Instagram story. I posted it. Immediately was embarrassed because I was like, this is the <laughs> one song that, like my 12 year old sister could play like Riptide on ukulele within a day. So we'll have to learn some better songs, but Shay is like, I'm no exaggeration. The, all right, all right, I mean, one of the right, best guitar players stop. I've ever seen. Stop. You can play anything you want. I any can play John him a Mayer, song and he just plays it. Any like, blues, any BB King. Yeah, I'll tell him to play like want. a really difficult Jimi right, Hendrix right, solo it. It. and he just can just go freestyle it. Stop. It's stop. crazy. Hey, that's like cool though. That's
2: cool to have a cool hobby. Right?
1: He's so good. Yeah. He's got all those guitars, his whole setup. I envy his guitar playing ability. So Yeah. He's like, no, stop. No, two, 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 two. but that's the thing.
0: Like doing that, I'm not going to lie. Like I've gotten really into like playing sometimes that I've had practice at 2 PM. And I'm like, I'm not trying to run right now. It's part of the balance <laughs> thing. Like, like I once skipped practice cause I just was not like feeling like the vibe. Bonds good is
1: going to love vibe. that. Shout out Bonds right there. Bonds is going <laughs> to love that.
0: <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Anyways.
2: Yeah, wait, what do your coaches think of this?
1: They uh they're uh, they're even outside of this. Um they deserve all the credit in the world because they are so supportive and so appreciative of anything we do. But I mean Kyle, as you know Kyle. Um Kyle's so supportive in that, like, he's, he's looking to help us find sponsors, so if you want to sponsor us, DM Hills and 2's, but, um, (laughs) 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 we're gonna clout farm anything we can, um, no, but they're both incredibly supportive, and, you know, they understand it, and they, they hope, you know, this takes off, or this is something, more so they hope this is something we enjoy, and that is healthy for
0: us. It also helps the program, like the georgetown program yeah
2: yeah i mean look at spencer or the athlete special that hey it's
0: the athlete special to you okay yeah i know i know i know (laughs) I (laughs)
2: know. no but i mean i think it is it's nice to have healthy outlets i think that's really like something that everyone should have um that's like one of the reasons i started my youtube channel because i was literally going insane and i was like i need something else outside of running and it's cool that you play guitar because that's something that you can do that completely like
1: takes your mind off of running yeah so it it deep it deep not depersonalizes but desensitizes running it's like yeah. running does not be like it's a mistake i learned and i don't know what you guys all think on this but like it's a mistake that i had to learn the lesson of in my early days of running it's like running doesn't need to be everything i do 100% of the time like i need to be a real person to be able to be the normal tim that i am like
2: well that's what i mean like it just kind of can suck your identity out of you because you can't always be doing something more um, but then, it, I mean, I feel like everyone's their happiest when they're doing running plus something else Yeah, that they enjoy. I,
1: obviously yeah. running makes me happy to the fullest extent, yeah. but I need other things. I need to supplement. Like I need to yeah. be me. I need, like you talked about earlier, like you it's, need to yeah. find that balance. You need to be social. You need to be a normal human being like on top of right. being a runner. Whereas I feel runners really fall victim to if that. If you get
0: hurt, I mean, it's like, what do you got? Yeah. You got to have something
2: yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. Else what, what else keeps you sane?
1: Yeah, that's something that, uh, I mean, I don't know. Other people probably gave all of you the same advice. Like, when I was picking a college to run at, it was like, well, let's say you get hurt for three years. Like, where can you wake up every day and love your life kind of thing? And that was like, I, I honestly forget who told me that, but that was some of the best advice I've I got. have heard that too. Yeah, yeah like, it was just, where can you be yourself, you know? Yeah. And whether it's like, in terms of what you're doing, you know, creating content creating a brand like doing all those things that just make you feel like you I I mean obviously I don't want to speak for you and I'm, I'm very curious as to what you think about that but
2: I mean I think it's it's good advice like obviously people get injured in college like you're if you're a runner you're probably gonna get injured at some point so yeah you need to enjoy life outside of running and what you're you know I don't know you just need to enjoy the school you need to enjoy every aspect of it honestly I probably <laughs> going to Oregon it's like your life is going to be running so I, I guess I just kind of decided that that's what I wanted my life to be. But I, I feel like I consider myself a pretty sane person when it comes to like, I don't put all my eggs in the running basket. Like I, I kind of find value in myself outside of running. Um, but I mean, I think it's great advice. Anyone that's looking to go to a school, like you need to figure out where you'd be happy, even if you weren't running well, Yeah, which I don't like, that's a very pessimistic view, but it's, you gotta be real with yourself. Like it's cool if you have, you know, a sauna in your locker room and you get to wear a cool uniform every once in a while. But if you're injured and you're at the rec center and all your teammates are out running and your coach maybe isn't paying attention to you because you've been injured for eight weeks, like where are you going to be happy? Are you going to be happy at the school that has cool uniforms that you can't wear right now? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be happy at a school where you can do other things that you're passionate about? Or you have, you know, maybe you like a bigger school that where, so you can have more friends. Like, yeah, I mean, you just got to be real with yourself, but it's hard when you're 17 18 picking a school you're going on these visits and they're just overwhelming you with cool stuff I don't know I I, I can't even imagine like just going back now in time like doing the recruiting process over again I don't know it's so stressful like at that age I don't even know how I did it
1: (laughs) what do you think Matt like outside of the the, you know the college aspect of it all like what do you think about that balance how do you think that's achievable how important do you think that is
3: yeah well I mean I don't really know what you guys were talking about like for the first 40 minutes about like this unhealthy like relationship you could have with running, but I think running such like a a concrete sport where it's like your results kind of tell you like how good you are, right? Like, you are who you are, you're you're only as good as your
1: last, exactly. So So it's
3: like you could put so much. I feel like your results put so much value on like who do you think you are. Like you just like you know introduced me as like the three thirty seven yeah, right? joke. No, it's a joke. It's, like, it's no. my
1: great friend Matt Piance, Everybody. No, I'm, I, like,
3: but that could be like a negative thing too. Like, yeah. obviously, it's a positive the way you like. But I'm also like the guy who came in last at NCAA.
0: We don't. Uh, we don't say indoor na-
3: national. So it's like, I I feel like that's such an like a such an unhealthy part because of how concrete running is that your results put value to who you actually are Absolutely. when it's like that really should not be the case. And
1: that comes down to the sport being so black and white. It's like, like I talked about swimming earlier. It's like us in swimming and maybe, maybe crew like rowing. Like it's like, you are your time. You're a number. You can't make the debates acquire. Well, he's got talent. (laughs) Like he can receive well, or he can hit curveballs better than most people can, but he can't hit a fastball. It's like, no, like, I'm a 148 guy. That's what <laughs> exactly. I am. I'm Tim McInerney. I run 148. <laughs> like you are Matt Pyams, you run 337 and 147. That's who you yeah. are. Like, yeah. and that's Jesus. like all the kids on other teams. Like I heard we I just placed a meet at UVA last night, University of Virginia. Like, and these kids, I heard them I overheard them talking. Producer man Theo behind the camera right now. He's they, were your like, okay. they, were, <laughs> they were like crew too. Crew. They were like you know, Theo like Theo the best kid racing in this race. Like this is his PB. Like Theo was only humanized to these people. He wasn't humanized. He was dehumanized. He was his his personal best in the sport to these kids who have no idea who he is as a person. Like that's and it, it's not their fault. It's how the sport works. Like yeah, it's just yeah. how the sport it's, is it's just like yeah. I just heard them talking about. Like they don't know my roommate as a human <laughs> being. Like they don't know. Like they this don't kid's know my gaming twenty
0: four seven. Yeah, they
1: don't know my friend playing fucking Minecraft right now on his on his computer, <laughs> but. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a part of running that I think makes it almost harder to manage because it's so black and white. Like you can't maybe falsify this belief about yourself. It's like, all right, well, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. It's like, no, there's no second option. It's just your time. It's, I am who I am and you are who you are. Like, I I don't know.
2: All sports, like all sports are kind of like
1: that. I don't think they're as objective as as running is because running has the time, like, A soccer player, for example, you could be like, all right, like, he can play great up top as a forward or attack because he's fast and can do this, but, or or a basketball player, like, but he can't play defense. Like, he can, he can hit 23s in a row for you, but, you know, he can't guard someone well defensively, and that's where people can make the arguments, like, all right, well, he's better than him, and he's, it's like running, it's, one of the only sports where you know who is better than who. It's, it's also like,
3: like other sports. Yeah, okay. It's all about like, sorry, it's all about <laughs> averages, right? Like this guy averages this batting yeah. average. Yeah, it,
0: running is not averages. Yeah. Running is your time. Yeah. It's like it's the like it's like the MJ versus LeBron debate. Like if LeBron ran a one forty four and we MJ would know the One forty five. It's like yeah, LeBron's better. Yeah, <laughs> it's That's like, a great. Yeah. That's
1: a great thing. It's like I know who's better. Like I know Jakob Ingaburston is better than Philippe Ingaburston. Like, I, I just know that objectively. He is. And I can't be like, I think it's because you can run more mileage or anything. It's like, no, it's because he's run faster. Like, I, I don't know. I think that's to a fault. It's brutal out here. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's yeah, I mean, Shea like, Okay,
2: that is a fair point. But, like, I feel like every sport, their headline is about, like, the sport. Like, you're talking about how, I don't know, in terms of, like, mental headspace. Like, if you're not running well, but then they, you know, say you're a – NCAA champion and he gets last place you're like oh NCAA champion gets last place like every sport has that like every every headline is like that so it's I mean I don't think that's very good for your mental health but yeah I mean you are right with like the black and whiteness of running um but I feel like every sport has some aspect of the
1: I agree I I agree because you can always say in basketball it's like he won the scoring title he scored the most points this year like you can always pull stats out but running is the only thing where it's like stats is all you have
2: yeah,
0: that's true. You know, where or- no, like, well, I guess you could say like he's a good kicker. Maybe he has a shot at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, for the yeah. most part, it's like. That's, that's as what, far that's as what announcers go.
2: say when they have nothing else to Yeah, say yeah.
0: Oh, oh, my God. He's got go a ferocious oh, kick. kick. Let's go watch into out. It.
1: Last hundred. Running announcing needs to change. I was watching a Sidious. I forget which race it was last year, but I was watching a city stream, the one where it was Merber and Chavez, and they brought you into the. Or, no, you weren't in the booth. You were doing the on the no, field, on doing the mic stuff. Really I thought interviews. that was so, like, so cool and so good for the sport. Like, I. I I don't know. I thought that aspect like we don't ever have that in running. We do with ESPN broadcasts, but it's like you only get to be on if you won and it's like you have 30 seconds to talk to John Anderson, he's going to ask you the same question every time and it's like no one cares. But when you did it, you humanized it. And I I don't know. I thought that was really really cool.
2: Well, cuz it wasn't as I mean, it was very professionally well done. I yeah. mean, you had like different shots of the camera and everything. So it was well produced, but it was way less for like I guess professional cuz you have me on the, you know, on the infield asking interviews and then you have merber and chavez in the stands like it does humanize it i guess compared to like nbc where you have like the same setup but it's way more professional you have to go through so many like things like you probably have pre-asked questions beforehand oh you know they're Uh, all
1: written down and getting approved and yeah getting network approval and all that but
2: yeah no but that was really cool i mean i feel like I mean trials of miles and like sound running, they're doing cool things with the sports. But I think things are evolving in that sense. Yeah. Def- um, for
1: sure. We talked about this with John Green, even shout out to Shay Wahlbaker, the ten bib right here. Shea yeah. ran at sound, which I Matt and I or you no, you didn't run at sound, but you raced in California recently. But mm-hmm. um I think we think Sound is doing a great job in terms of like so good. Oh how to God. grow viewership in terms of races. It's like it's not under the flow track conglomerate of like like I said earlier, we're going to charge you a million dollars a year to just, you know, watch yeah, you, people race. You don't race. have
0: Flow Pro? You can't watch your own yeah, race. Yeah. Sorry, like, buddy. I'll yeah. let
1: you watch for 10 seconds and the Flow Pro ad is going to pop up right now. Runner Space, Runner Space Pro. It's like, yeah. come on. You're hurting us. Like, you'll grow yourself better if you figure out a better way to do this.
2: Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I like how Sound Running also is giving back to the athletes because... I mean, there's a lot of strug pros out there. I mean, it's a hard sport to make money in, so that's cool too. It's like you see that it's directly going to the athletes, which is what people need. I mean, if, if people want to continue doing the sport after college, there's going to be need to be more money in the sport yeah. in general. Well, so, it's
1: like, I mean, the fighting sports have done the best at it, but it's like give the athletes a share of pay-per-view, give the winner a share of pay-per-view, or this is never going to work.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it incentivizes them to do everything possible to – promote the event to expand the event because they're going to get a cut of what's coming from the event it's like running seems to not be able to figure this out Meet directors seem to not be able to figure this out sound has made strides i think tracklandia did it with uh you know they've done it before i think you know they have an idea of how to do but we need to do it straight in a straightforward way it's like this is how we're going to grow the sport it's like matt like, I, I mean, I'm going to – we've never even really talked about this. I assume you have aspirations of running professionally. Like, this is how that's going to grow that. Like, what do you think in terms of, like, both of you? Like, I mean, Emma being someone that is on-site participating in that and Matt being someone that could be competing in that. Like, what, what do you guys think in terms of, like, how important or how beneficial that is?
3: Well, I think – there's a certain amount of, a, like, a adrenaline when you have a more, I think, like, a bigger audience. Yeah. And I think, obviously, if there's more adrenaline, like, you, you're you going to be able to run faster. So it's not gonna only going to make Ooh. running, like, bigger and more entertaining, but I feel like the times will actually get faster and it'll yeah. get more competitive. It'll push it. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, if it gets more competitive, yeah. that's obviously going to be a good um, a good stride that the, the sport is going towards. Um, but it's not something <laughs> that I really, like... I, I don't know. I kind of said this in the first podcast where it's like I feel like this is like one of the things I'm good at. So it's like no matter how big the sport is, I'm probably still going to do it. You know, I don't – I know, it's kind of like I, I'd hate to say this, but I don't feel like it's like my responsibility to do that. I, don't, I think that because like my focus is going to be just strictly on the running aspect. And I feel like, you know, some people may be able to be better at like – Promoting it and also being able to compete at that high level. Personally, I don't know if I'd be that great at that, but I do. I do see where it's coming from. Where it's, I, if the sport was bigger, I think it will be a lot more competitive, yeah. and that would be great uh, in For terms sure. of, you know, making teams and stuff like that.
1: That's where I think we, like we might differ, and almost you can, you can. I feel like you can probably definitely tell in the difference between our personalities. Is like, yeah. I can see it as like the the benefit of like if I'm going to do this post-grad, if I can achieve that, if I, number first and foremost, if I can run fast enough to do that, that's obviously mm-hmm. the main thing. It's like my, I'll be the first to say it, like my goals are running fast. But like being an entertainer with that, I feel like is what I think will grow my career, but also the sport in a way where we can expand that. It's like, I mean, we've mentioned pre a bunch of times today. It's like it comes down to pre being like a racist worker bar. Like it, it comes down to him saying, I'm going to put on a show like the way he races, like I'm going to entertain you. And people loved him because it entertained, right? Like yeah. people love the guy that whether they do it from the front or people love Robbie Andrews when he was in the peak of his collegiate career, because of like the term like you got Robbie was a thing because like he was coming from a mile back and blowing you away in the last 200 because it was entertaining. You wanted to see that guy try to do that. And I think entertainment is what will be the make or break of how the sport grows.
0: Yeah. But it's just tough and running because it's like you're running. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, how do
1: I entertain you when I run? It's like, do I have to talk shit after I finish a race? Do I have to talk shit before a race? Do I have I to talk, talk shit during, during a race? <laughs> race?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, do I have
1: to do that? What do you think, Emma? I don't,
2: I just don't think it's, I don't think it's necessarily in every athlete's uh, hands to. I, I agree. I the
1: agree. Sport. Like, yeah. I don't
2: think every athlete needs to step up to
1: the line and be like, Definitely. I need no. to put on a No show, one needs to be know? like, I, I need to be the reason that running makes it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going yeah, out in 52. Like I'm Yeah, in... yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that I know, comes like,
1: down to a few people that feel like they have the ability to do that. I don't. Yeah, know. and that
2: want to do it. Yeah. and yeah. I mean, I hope that happens. I hope that like more people are like, I want to, you know, help entertain the sport. But I know like how much work goes into doing what I do, like just creating content in the running world. Like it is like a job. So I can see how someone that's training full-time wouldn't want to take on that responsibility. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, it's Especially a lot of stress. Time. Yeah. At yeah. this point in time, when it's so small, it's like, what are the rewards of doing it? Yeah. Um, unless you do it consistently for years. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't put it into the athlete's hands really to,
0: Grow, I, I don't
1: necessarily think around. it is In the athletes hands you know no. I think It could be yeah. in the media's hands teams the Hire like
0: a media team if you're yeah. like a group like Well that's Reebok what I think people are doing
2: well Is like hiring media people But it's just hard because it's like I don't know pro running contracts Like They're just not that big so it's like you're not going to have these individuals Hiring social media managers To help yeah. manage their accounts yeah. And like post for them because People are barely making enough money to afford rent So it is hard yeah. but I think teams are doing Way better now to like have social media managers and seeing the benefit of that. And then, I don't know, in terms of like going back to like the sound running things, I think people watching are just more excited about it, like watching because they know that their money that they're spending are going directly to the athletes rather yeah. than something like like a flow track or a runner's face where it's going to a company. Like this is going directly into the people that they're watching right now. Yeah. So I, that's that's what I like about that model, and I feel like it really is helping grow the sport and just, like, have more fan involvement. But, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, like, a different topic. But. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. I think I think growing the sport is definitively an issue that we need to cover, but more so something that is less of an individual task and more of a collective thing.
3: Yeah. I also think with the sport of running, because of how small it is, I think it's a sport where... We could really grow it, and then also minimize minimize like the gender inequality. That's we talked like, about it earlier. I completely because agree. It's like you have like the NBA and then the woman NBA. Yeah. Right. You have WNBA. WNBA. Right. Same you have the thing. like the, the USA female soccer national soccer team. Yeah, like yeah. The recognition they don't get any recognition yet, but they're one of the best teams in the in the world. Right. But I think track and field is such a. There's so much. A, like a quality between men and women, right? No matter what distance they're racing, and if that grows, that could also kind of move forward. And I think, I mean, Emma, you could probably talk about that more, but like, like from a different perspective, obviously. But I think that's just a, a good opportunity that we that track and field can take advantage of.
1: Sure. What do you think, Yeah, Emma? but that's
2: what that's what I was saying earlier. It's like there's so many like running media is still pretty male dominated. So I'm like, let's get more. Yeah. Ladies in
0: here. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the Instagram, like, I feel like there's a decent amount of female, like. Oh, yeah. Well, I Instagram, talked about the Instagram, Instagram, Instagram
1: dying, like, so. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, they can move to YouTube. Damn, I was just
3: something. getting onto Instagram, too. It's dying.
1: It's <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> Matt's like the kind of guy <laughs> that will, like, like, reactivate his Instagram and then just delete it for months. And I'm I like, know, Matt, I've I tagged. I, did you see what I DM'd you about the Mets? And he's like, bro, I haven't had Instagram for three months. I'm like, yeah. oh, all right.
2: What a life that would be. I can't even imagine yeah, that right? anymore.
3: I like posted something recently, and then like a couple, like an hour later, I just deleted that. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted that. I know
1: not to comment. <laughs> like, I shouldn't comment. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just not gonna tag you. Like the video I just posted with you, I'm just not gonna tag you next time. I did you see That Right? It was cool. Cool. It?
3: Right? It's cool. No, I didn't delete the. I just deleted the. For context, the, the, the let's app. we're gonna
1: put it out there right now because I want the timestamp of me saying that in the video that I posted. Me putting my arm around Matt, telling Matt that we're gonna walk out of pen Relays next year with multiple wheels each. So I just want to say Whoa. that it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Spotify. I'm going to lock that one in. Okay. That's, that's all that. Yeah.
0: April, 2023 is going to
1: be fucking stressful. April, 2023 <laughs> is going to be a, it's going to be a good time, <laughs> bro. We're going to make a little, <laughs> Netflix, like, little <laughs> Netflix documentary next April. So, <laughs> no
3: track documentary. Hey, hey, hey. hey, apparently that's what they're doing.
1: I know. Well, my dad sends me the flow behind the scenes of the DMR thing. I was like, thanks, dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways.
1: um, So, what we like to get into, Emma, with uh, our guests, is we get into uh, a few games. Okay? Okay. So, what we're going to do for the first game is we are going to, what we did last time, we're going to do a little bit of this or that. So, you're going to pick one or the other. And everyone, you, Matt, and Shay, are all going to pick one or the other. Okay? Sounds good. Okay.
0: So, you'll get the
1: vibe. So, Emma, you'll go first in all the rounds. Okay. (laughs) This or that? Nike or Adidas? Nike. (laughs) Nike. Matthew?
3: I'm going to say Adidas. I don't have too much experience with Adidas, but I think the stuff looks cooler. like the stuff? Hey, shout out Sam Parsons for
1: designing for Adidas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to say, I mean, I said Nike last. I mean, I got to stick with Nike. Yeah. Okay. Dude, you're whack for Adidas. I think it looks yeah, what? cool. The stuff looks cool. The
3: 3 striped life, you know? 3 striped life. <laughs> All right.
1: Buddy wants a deal in the year right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On the topic of professional teams right now, we're going to go NAC Elite and NJNY Track Club.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. What? <laughs>
1: yes. Come on. We're so going hard. with the HOKA sponsored teams, NAZ Elite, NJNY Track Club. Wait,
2: and it, did NAZ Elite dissolve?
1: No, NJNY did.
2: <laughs> no, I know NJNY did. But then I, I NAZ
1: has not. Shea hates I them, but hate despite all of his hatred for NAZ Elite, they have not dissolved.
0: Okay. They should um, dissolve. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was mean.
2: You know... I, I knew a couple of people on NJNY, so I'll go. With Me too.
1: Them. I'm a Jersey boy. Are you going to NJNY? Yeah, I, mean, I can yeah. tell. You've,
2: you've mentioned Jersey a couple of times. <laughs> nah, it, so. it just
1: happens. Matt Pyams is a New York boy. Yeah, yes. we're, we're all NJNY. Yeah. yeah. New York. So uh, we are. This is an entire NJNY table right now, by the way. I'm New Jersey, both are New York. Okay. Yeah. That
2: makes sense. I mean, you guys all go to Georgetown, so I should only. It's, yeah.
1: It's, I was in a little meeting for school the other day where you declare your major and everyone had to say where they were from, and it was just New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jersey, yeah, New Jersey. I was like, <sighs> I don't feel special. All right. <laughs> Emma, what's your favorite protein, by the way?
2: My favorite protein. I don't know. I have friends. I have friends like, on all the protein. Okay.
1: Do you have a group where you're like, that's the group I think is cool, for any I mean, reason, I, for running, for content, for anything at all, for just personal relationships.
2: Um, I mean, I like Union Athletic Club. I have a lot of friends on the team. I like Union Athletic Club and Bowerman because I have friends on the team. That's, so I'm extremely that's conflicting.
1: Biased. That is conflicting. There.
2: I know. I know. It's conflicting. That makes we got no a sense. Union
1: boy, and then we're gonna try to get a a Bowman boy uh, next yeah, week. I'm an Oregon
0: mm-hmm. Project fan. I'll just say it. Stop. Oh, literally stop. <laughs> I'm not. kidding. I can't I'm say that. I'm
1: joking. Don't say that. Oregon Project sucks. We're cutting. Um. Cut. So anyway, okay. Second question. Spikes. You go New Balance or Saucony? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I as don't a even
2: brand, as, the
1: brand, last as time a I wore brand, as a brand. As a brand.
3: I
2: heard the New Balance spikes are fire though, so I'm going with those. Okay.
0: Yeah, I've also heard the New Balance yeah. spikes are really, really. good. I haven't
1: tried them, but I have heard from people they're good.
0: I'm gonna take the Sauconys just because they have a XC spike called the Shea. even though it's spelled <laughs> differently. I'm still gonna take it.
1: Okay. I think I used to wear the Shea back in the they're day. They're terrible. Yeah, they were so bad. <laughs> I still <laughs> like you, Salkine, just in case. I cover the bases there. <laughs> yeah,
2: people trying to run pro, and that's and the thing the is like we have
1: so Salkine. many people. It's like we gotta touch upon things, and just I don't know. We gotta be neutral right now. Okay, we're gonna go pro female runners. Colleen Quigley, okay, Or Safan Hassan. Emma.
2: Again, I know Colleen. I don't
0: know Safan, so I'm gonna go Colleen.
1: Okay, there's no negativity there.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna to go Safana San. I like that. Yeah. She's
1: a winner. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Shay.
0: I'm gonna go Safan only because during the 2018 NXR Regionals, when I got second, because I looked back, she <clears throat> roasted me because I looked back.
1: She so she gave me a nice little dap up because we same. won. Because I you know I wouldn't know what losing is like at that meet, even though I got fifth. But as a team, we won, bro. So, fun fact: Shay Shay lost to our roommate. To our roommate Parker Stokes, Shay got out leaned by him, and now we all live together. But he
0: sat on me the whole race; it wasn't even close. <laughs> made Shay
1: do all the work.
0: Wow! I'll say it again: I, I dropped
1: out of that race. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened in Manhattan in 2018? Piams. I didn't drop out, but I ran like shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cross country wasn't my thing in high school. Cross it's, country is. I'm our trying thing. to make it my thing still. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's going to be good. a big summer.
1: Okay. Here we go on this one. I think this one's a little bit more interesting than the last one. Drew Hunter or Sam Parsons? That giggle, it, that giggle leads me to believe that there is an underlying no, thing to I, that no, answer I'm there. i saying
2: this because... I actually I like I like both of them, but Sam came on my podcast and Drew said he was too busy last year.
1: So we're gonna have to ask Drew, and if Drew says he's too busy, then I might be picking Sam there. Sam. Sam just came on ours. Sam was lovely on our podcast. Yeah, Sam. he is. He's what do
3: you got, Matt? I'm gonna say Drew. I was a big fan of him in high school when he broke four. He was like the reason why I wanted to. Yeah, break yeah. Forward. So I'm watch like, that
1: with the SWHP. Yeah. On. I yeah, was exactly. at a party in high school, and we. Uh,
0: oh really? Yeah, I was so <laughs> cool. Because I was, crazy, I was,
1: dude. I mean, in case you didn't know, I was the coolest kid ever. Um, but it was like a it was like a forty five minute long debate because my friend who ran, um, but he didn't run in college. He, but he like he knew running because of that. He one of my best friends, Charlotte out If Crib ever listens to my podcast, <laughs> which I hope my best friend does, but I doubt doubt he's, he's gonna get this, this far one. into this one. <laughs> um, but. Kriv suggested we should ask people because i was wearing an swhp fuck losing t-shirt that they have and he was like we should just ask like there's no way yeah. one person's ever going to guess what they think swhp stands for which i won't say on this podcast because number yeah, one I'm it's not- supposed to be a secret but two i can't say those words um but it was a long very long conversation about swhp so anyway on that note Oh, it's so niche. Like, who? Even it is knows so niche. But if you like, if you know it, you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. That's why. I, and
2: everyone listening is like, what are you talking it's
1: about? It's like seventeen year old Drew Hunter wore that when he broke four in high school. It's like, who let him do that? Who is yeah. like, let's put you on national TV? Cancel right this now? man. Yeah, cancel Drew Hunter. Smash
3: that. Cancel Drew
1: Hunter. Okay. In terms of social media, Instagram or Twitter? I know. Matt's oh, Instagram for
2: sure. Instagram.
1: Okay, I know Shay's answer. Matt, I don't have. Twitter. I would say you don't I'm have Twitter. I really have
0: Instagram, but I'll go Instagram. Shay Wall I'm, I'm a Twitter head. That's where I get my news from. Shay and from. I love Are our. You
1: we love Twitter. If you build a little bubble around yourself in Twitter, it's the best place on earth. You, you make your the algorithm, algorithm right. Yeah. yeah. If you game the algorithm, oh my god, it's it's fantastic. Life is sweet. Life is amazing. I literally have to mute
2: people on Twitter. Like I mute people because so that's like, the thing. Is like we
1: have not achieved that level of notoriety where people like.
0: Yeah, I, well, tweet I things at you tweet things
1: you like.
2: Well, I don't get tweeted at. I just, like, don't care. Uh, I'm just, like, I don't want these hot takes. By the way, see funny tweets.
1: Follow at Hills, letter N2s on Twitter, but also follow at Shay on yeah. Twitter because Shay just bought the username at Shay on Twitter.
2: <laughs> okay, what are you tweeting, though? Like, what? I
0: just tweet. Uh, you the about?
1: funniest tweets you've ever seen. Just look at my account. Go, hey, Emma, after like this? Look up at S-H-E-A on Twitter. That's all it is. Look it up. Yeah, I, he bought it, so... <laughs> You'll have a good time. Oh. Please do. It was a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is we're going to go... Yeah, we're going to go uh, Netflix or Hulu. What do you got? Well, Netflix-
2: isn't Netflix in its flop era now?
1: It is. I would agree. Yeah,
2: yeah but I don't, I don't like understand. the ads, so Netflix. Netflix well, now again. Netflix
1: is
0: going to have ads, so... Yeah.
1: Everyone's going to have to if they want to make money. What do you got, Matt?
3: I'm gonna go Hulu. They
0: have uh, How I Met Your Mother. So love nice. that show. Nice. Yeah, I'm Hulu too. They have a lot of good content. Regular show, Workaholics, etc.
1: Nice. I'm an Netflix guy. As of now, shout out <laughs> On HBO Max, honestly. HBO, really.
0: Max, HBO Max. I live Max. and die
1: by HBO Max. Right there. That is a good yeah, one.
2: For real.
1: Yeah. What's your favorite HBO Max show? I'm a,
2: uh, I mean, I love Euphoria. I'm so basic, oh, but then I also okay. like...
1: Euphoria is a pheno- Like, regardless of how many people like it, it's a phenomenal show.
2: Oh, it's so good. I yeah. mean, it's kind of disturbing, but, like, it's good. Yeah. And then I really, like, oh, my God, I binge-watched um, Succession.
1: Oh, my possibly. God. Succession yeah. is so good. That's
2: literally my, my new favorite show all time.
1: That is so good. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that it's all basically true just based on the Murdochs and Fox. Oh, yeah, no,
2: that's why I like watching. I'm like, I cannot yeah. believe these people exist. Like, it, it actually must be so, exists so, so crazy characters. to be that rich.
1: Yeah, so... Um. yeah okay so that's the end of our game there but what we are going to get into is a little bit of a trivia question so this is how we operate all episodes is that I'm going to ask you guys trivia and then I'm going to ask the people that view the podcast trivia and then they can maybe win something there so our trivia question for you guys now you all have the opportunity to answer Um, you know this is just for pride Um. so great I'm
0: going to okay. lose.
1: We're whatever, gonna, Emma, I tailored this towards you. At least in gender, I tailored this towards you. Okay. So the the women's 1500 at the at the um, Tokyo 2021 Olympics, 2020, whatever they're going to call it. Emma, you're the first chance to answer before these two can input.
2: I'm not going to get it right. I'm, I'm so, so
1: bad this. with like stats. Who, okay. Top three. You know, all of you know who these top three people are. One of you guys is going to get this out of pride. Whatever we got to do, process of elimination, I'll give you options, oh, whatever you're going to take I right it. now. I think I got we it. got top three, but I want to hear in order gold, silver, bronze, 2021, 1500 at the Olympics. What do we got, Emma? I don't even know. I couldn't even name it. Gold, Safan. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Are you
3: serious? Oh my this God, is so this
0: is
1: bad. Emma, if don't you got a shot, if not, Matt's going to go for it. But you this all. This is so good. Right. Anyone chime in at any point?
3: Did the Baba get a medal?
1: No.
0: um, Houlihan third Second Houlihan couldn't run Oh my god
1: I need to quit this That's the worst (laughs) person to pick (laughs) Houlihan is banned, okay? Houlihan <laughs> doped. I we'll say it. I she is not dope. Show me Houlihan doped,
0: okay? Houlihan, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm bad at trivia. I told this you. This is
2: growing the sport right now. Like
0: this is a year ago. You guys we're know trying, the answers. Yeah, we're trying to
3: talk about growing the sport. We don't know who came now, in top of three. Now, <laughs> what do you know? And you're they're like, all stars. The ever.
1: One of them just literally had a kid like two years ago.
3: Oh, was it a USA? Was it, wait, wait? No,
1: no, no, no. No USA in the top three. Damn. You want oh the countries? Here's your hand. No Gold was Kenyan. Silver was Great Britain. Third was from the Muir. Netherlands. Muir was silver. Uh-huh. Silver's out. Uh, Laura Muir was silver. Safon was out. Sifan was third. Nice. First? Nice. Uh, you know who this is, all of you. You know who she I is. No,
0: I don't know. She's a kid, right? I don't know. Yeah. She's a kid. Oh, she, What's her name? Yeah,
1: you know I who she is. Who you just don't is. know the name. We got Let's grow the sport, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. <laughs>
0: Say it, just say it. We're not getting faith. It.
1: Could be I gone.
0: Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's, Emma. It's
0: bad.
2: I'm um, so bad at trivia. Like anyone ask me anything about running stats or like running history, I'm like, I'm sorry, I just, I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, so, for the viewers, can you, you know, let's plug your stuff right now. What do you got? Okay. If we can um, give you some. Yeah, if we can give you maybe maybe a couple hundred views here.
2: Okay. Here we go. Uh I mean, I have a podcast if you want to hear me talk for an hour. Well, usually it's the other person talking. It's called uh, "Combos Over Cold Brew. It's very running heavy. So if you like running, you'd like it. Um, I've got Instagram, just my name, Emma Abrahamson. Just type my name in on anything and it'll probably come up on all platforms. So awesome. there you
1: go. It sounds awesome. Um, thank you so much. So just hold right. on one second. We'll do a little.
0: I love this song.
1: This is Shay's favorite song right now. I the way. know this out there. Hey, yo, good morning,
0: America. Good morning, to Erica.
1: Get me good and have a watch. Good morning, America.